Hello, and welcome to the H in HR podcast, where people discuss the most important aspect of human resources, the human aspect. Now here is your host, Ricky Baez. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the H in HR podcast. I am your host, Ricky Baez, and welcome to the very first episode of 2024. We took a month off in January. There was a lot of work to uh, uh, to be done, which I'm happy about. I'm not complaining, trust me. Um, but yeah, we are live, and boy, did 2024 so far has not disappointed. It has been a crazy month so far. And by crazy, I mean just a lot of things happening out in the workforce today. Um, I'm sure everybody has seen that video by, I believe her name is Brittany Peach. And in case you haven't seen that video, this is somebody who, this is somebody who was working for an organization, a rather large organization. And I guess other, it's, they're conducting a layoff. And other employees um, have been affected by that layoff. And somehow that word got to Brittany. And to be ready in case she sees a 15-minute um, uh, meeting invite on her calendar, the chances are that's going to be a layoff. And she was ready for it. And she decided to set up a camera to record herself and her audio, um, but just outside of the uh, of the view of the camera, it was HR and somebody else giving her a call via Zoom just to let her know that she's being let go. Now, I have my opinion on what happened, and, and, and I'm not going to take too deep of a dive into it. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, I believe they both handled it wrong. She handled it wrong, and HR handled it wrong to be honest. Um, uh, now, a lot of people are giving her praise on how she pushed back um, on, on HR. And look, I get it. I understand how being laid off, somebody who's been laid off before, I understand that that is, that, that is gut-wrenching. That is just good because you bust your behind for an organization and then they have to let you go. But it's it's sometimes that's necessary to do. Right. So I understand from a human perspective, I definitely understand how that's a horrible experience to go through. Now, as somebody who's been in HR for 22 years and has done countless and, I, and by done, I mean, I've orchestrated, I've been involved in the planning process of countless of layoff initiatives it is hard for us as well. It really is. And the reason I'm saying their HR department uh, screwed up is because if you go listen to that video, um, you'll hear HR say that we've conducted an analysis on performance. And because of performance, we're going to let people go, which is a mistake. If you're going to lay off because the company just isn't doing well, you don't communicate that you're going to cut because of performance. Now, when HR was explaining to her that, hey, it's you're being laid off because of performance, she immediately stopped them and say, I'll stop you right there, and let me tell you why that's not the case. And she started telling them how she's a great performer. Her boss told her that she's doing great, and she's done this, she's done that. Now, my thing is, and, I, and now, again, go to her TikTok page, uh, Brittany Peach. Brittany Peach, and, and, and you'll find all the information out there. Um, the interesting part is that she's getting a lot of praise for that because she pushed back, right? Um, now, from my perspective, right, it, it's I would have let HR finished, right? Go ahead and finish what you got to say because, folks, trust me when I tell you it is tough for them, right? I know people are not going to receive that well, um, but it, it's I've done those before, and those are very difficult conversation. But where HR messed up, 
HR told her is, um, which is going to cut because of performance. And here's the thing. If an organization says you have to reduce your, your workforce or payroll by 15% and you don't have enough people to cut that are not performing, right, by 15%, but you're going to have to cut some people that are performing. So just because she was performing, it doesn't mean she was safe from the cut. That's why I'm saying HR kind of messed up in that situation because they just used the performance piece. Now, what they should have said is that, hey, you know what, we are using, it's we are cutting the bottom 15% or the bottom 10%, whatever the case may be, of the organization. That doesn't mean you're not performing because you can still be performing according to your boss. You can still be performing according to the standards of the organization, but you just happen to be in the bottom part of that list. Right. So that's what I'm saying. HR messed up with that one. And that's what I'm saying. Brittany handled it wrong, in my opinion, because I think although it sucks, it feels like you get punched in the guts for um, you busting your behind for an organization and then they let you go. Of course, she's going to be upset. I will be upset as well. Right. But you got to you got to take the high road, especially if you record it. Right. Right now, it seems noble. Right now, a lot of employ- a lot of people are supporting her on social media. Right. But what is a future employer going to to think when they see this video? Because she's become famous. That video has been viewed over a million times. So now now she's the topic of conversation at this moment in time. And when she needs to find a job somewhere else, they're going to take a look at that video and. How are they going to think how she's going to react whenever she receives information that she doesn't agree with, right? So you have to think about when you put something out there, you really have to think about what, how this video is going to be received, not right now, but 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, because now that whole situation has been digitally preserved. And anybody can see that between now and 30 years from now, depending where we are in this country, right? But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about the layoff in general. And something I want to show you, <laughs> show you. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah, you are going to see it. If you're listening on the podcast, you are going to be able to hear what I'm talking about. But I'm going to share the an article that came out earlier earlier this month. Actually, I think it was a few a few days ago. And this is an article by CNBC. And in this article, it talks about tech layoff balloons in January as Wall Street rally lifts Alphabet, Meta, Microsoft to records. Now, this is from CNBC, published uh, by Ashley Caput. And in this article, she actually mentioned that so far in January, so far in January, there has been some 23,670 workers that has been laid off most in any month since March of last year. According to the website, layoffs.fyi. Hey, guys, by the way, that website is awesome. (laughs) Go check out that website. That website really has some good information about all the companies that are conducting layoffs. So anyway, uh, the reason I bring that up, I bring that up because it's, it's not even February yet. Maybe February, and already we have seen almost 24,000 workers being laid off. So the reason I wanted to do this episode is I want to talk about how to put, how to create a strategy, how to position yourself to dramatically reduce the possibility of you being put on that list to be laid off. And look, this is coming from somebody who's done a bunch of these, right? And contrary to popular belief, 
no organization wakes up in the morning and says, hey, let's go ahead and conduct a layoff, right? Just, just arbitrarily, right? No process, no strategy, no nothing, no plan. It does not work that way. I know that people like to point the fingers at corporate, at HR, about how can you possibly do that? And look, at the end of the day, business is business, right? If, if, so so let's, let's pause for a second. Let's say, let's say you run the budget in your household. You're married and you are in charge of the budget. There's X amount of money that's coming in and X amount of money that's coming out, right? If the money that's coming in is being reduced dramatically, then you have to make a decision on what to cut. So let's say you've got Disney Plus or Netflix. Sorry, Disney Plus. I love them to death because they got my Star Wars going. Um, Or Netflix. Let's say that now they've given you years, and I mean years of service, years of entertainment, now you have to make a decision, right? Either you put food on the table or you watch Netflix or you watch uh, HBO Max or you watch all these things. You have to make a cut. The same thing happens in the business world. There's a budget, and because that budget goes up or goes down, you have to make adjustments in order to the organization to be profitable. So in order for me to kind of give you an idea on what you need to do to make sure you reduce the possibility on being on that list, I have to explain how the layoff process works, how it's been planned. And nine times out of, pe- out of pen, <laughs> nine times out of 10, it happens just like this. So let's say, for example, um, you have corporate or executive leadership, um, they, they conduct an analysis. And in that analysis, they see that the opportunity to conduct business right, and make money off of that business you're going to conduct, that has been reduced. You are now not going to to be able to get the money you thought you was going to get with the business you thought you was going to conduct. And when you have that goal at first, you have to ramp up. You got to set up the infrastructure. You got to make sure you've got the salespeople to actually uh, um, uh, bring that business in. Once that business is in, you got to make sure that you have the people in the back of the house, the people who actually process the services or the uh, or the products that you're selling. If 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 the goal starts to drop, then you have to reduce expenses in order to be profitable. So here's what an organization does. What an organization does is they conduct that analysis and they decide, okay, in order for us to stay afloat with the current business that we have right now, we have to reduce payroll by 15%, right? So they put together strategy. And folks, this starts happening about three to four months before you actually cut, right? There's a long time, um, that, that a lot of time that goes into making sure we're doing this right. Because not only do we have to do the cuts to make sure that it affects the least people possible, but we have to make sure that it's done legally. And we have to make sure we don't violate the law. And there's a lot of laws, some laws that are involved in this entire process. But to keep this brief and short, let's go ahead and talk about um, once corporate decides you have to cut 15%. So they go ahead and send that to the, to the different divisions in the organization. And they say they tell that leadership, hey, HR, hey, business leader, you need to cut 15% by X date. I need you to come up with a plan on how you're going to do that. When that happens, all these business leaders, all these organizations, all these uh, HR folks at these different divisional offices, they start to meet and they start to take a look at their business, how their business operates. And once they start taking a look at the first thing they do, actually the main goal is to make sure you cut 15% without affecting employees. That's the main goal. But that goal is not always hit. 
right? So we start at the easy routes, right? What are we doing today? What are we spending on today that we don't need right now? What contracts do we have? What redundancies do we have? Do we have two departments doing the same job, right? Can we combine those things? They start reorganizing the finances, reorganizing the process in the organization to see if you can save some money, right? That 15% represent a specific dollar amount. Once you start reducing those costs, yes, you reduce that 15% or you start hitting that 15%, but there's still more to go. If you cannot reduce any more redundancies, you cannot reduce any more fat or trim any more fat within the organization without affecting people, then you move to open positions that are not filled. When you move to open, and, and what I mean by that is positions that are budgeted for, but nobody has filled those positions yet because we're still recruiting, okay? So you have to, <laughs> you have to make sure that you cut those positions first, right? Now, conversations happen behind closed doors on whether those positions are needed or not. But look, if the position has been open for a month and the business has been, uh, it, it, it hasn't been impacted, then chances are you don't need that position, right? So you're going to cut that first. So sometimes reducing efficiency, I mean, um, reducing redundancies and reducing unfilled positions may meet that 15% threshold that corporate has decided that needs to happen. But then sometimes it doesn't meet it, right? So that is as a last resort, as a last resort, HR and business leaders in the different divisions, they have to make the difficult decision on cutting positions that are filled by employees. And this is where it gets interesting, folks, because this is where I have seen HR and ops, and I mean go back and forth on who should stay and who should go. And trust me, folks, the employees to add value to the organization, the employees that are light, the employees that leadership cannot see the organization moving forward without them, these managers, these HR leaders are going to vouch for that person. They're going to fight to make sure that person stays. Sometimes they don't win, right? But they fight vigorously to make sure that person stays because that's who they need to get the business through the finish line, right? So what does that mean for you? That means it, that you, whatever you do at work, and folks, this is how you stay off that list. Whatever you do at work, you have to perform in such a way that you are valuable. You are so valuable that they cannot see the business operating any longer well, not any longer. They cannot see the business crossing through that finish line without you there, without your position there. That's what you have to do. And in the case of Brittany and her situation and, 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 and she being laid off, at the end of the day, that must have been a situation where, look, we, we, we cannot afford to keep you on. Yes, you have done, because that's what I would have communicated. I would have said performance was a factor, right? But we still have to cut 15%. And just because you were performing, it doesn't mean you're not going to land on that list because the bottom of the 15%, it's, it's still the bottom of that list, right? So it, it, it's, it's, it's important, it's crucial that everything you do in the office, everything you do for the organization, that is valuable for the organization. And it has to be so valuable that managers and HR fight to make sure you stay off of that list and on payroll. 
Folks, at the end of the day, that's what you need to do. So whatever it is you think you need to do, whatever it is you think should happen, make sure, just make sure that you're providing an invaluable value. I don't know if that even makes sense, right? An incredible value, that you create an incredible value for your organization, that it makes it difficult for them to cut. Now, is it it going to completely save you? No, because really it depends on how the business operates. Really it does, right? So you have to make sure whatever it is you do for the organization, whatever it is that your talent is, it translates to value, and it translates to people fighting for you. I've seen it happen and happens all the time. Now, that said as well, there are thousands, thousands of of meetings happening right now where organizations are saying we have to cut 10, 15%. And by the time it gets to divisional, to the different areas in the business, they're able to fulfill that 15% cut just with, with redundancies alone. But people don't hear about that one. Right. The the news that hits the news cycle that hits Fox and CNN and all these other outlets are when you cannot fulfill that 15 percent and people do get laid off. But organizations mostly they do a great job at trying to save actual people's jobs um, by cutting other things that do not affect people. So I just wanted to come on and just uh, have a conversation and uh, well, or monologue, uh, talking about um, uh, how to make sure, how to ensure that you reduce the possibilities of you ending up on that list. And folks, also, if you're going to be laid off, don't record it. I'm just saying, don't record it, right? Nothing good can ever come out of that. I mean, if you record it, keep it to yourself, that's fine. But if you publish it, you're going to have some people in about, it's five or 10 years, are going to have a completely different point of view on it. And it could affect you getting a job somewhere else. But anyway, that said, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how to reduce the possibility of you ending up on that list. And again, the best way to do it is for you to be, uh, valuable to the organization and have people fight for you. I've seen it happen and it happens every time um, we get to, to start having conversations about a layoff. So folks, that said, thank you very much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, Going to see, there's going to be some big things happening. I'm going to be the MC over at um, the the uh, Jacksonville annual HR Sherm conference it's going to be on April 11th over in Jacksonville um, so there's a lot of cool things coming up I'm waiting for some confirmations but I'll let you guys know but that said if you have any questions any comments or concerns shoot me an email ebias at biasco.com or just hit a like on your favorite podcast uh, platform um, that you listen to the show on that said folks thank you very much Appreciate your time. Have a good one, and I'll see you next week.